It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Tuned into the Navarro Miller Report, featuring the hottest in news, entertainment, sports, and all those topics for the mainstream audience. The Navarro Miller Report. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Navarro Miller Report. I'm your host, Dave Navarro. And I'm Jeremy Miller. And uh, Jeremy, can you believe it? It's the last week of 2021. Thank God. I, I'm i trying not to jinx us, but oh my God, thank you. Thank God this year is over. Oh well, my. then again, then again, we said the same thing last year. Look what happened. <laughs> no, 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 no. Last year I actually said, oh, this is over. It's going to get better. I jinxed it. You know, it's all my right? fault. Right. Yeah, it's all, I'm blaming. I'm, dude, when in doubt, I always say blame Jeremy. We have to blame you. Like me. I said. I, I have a fiance and three kids for 17 years. Um, it's always my fault. <laughs> well, how was your Christmas, man? I mean, how did you spend yours? It was great. Just very simple with the family um, because of COVID protocols and stuff like that. My youngest brother couldn't come, but otherwise it was just my family, my brothers, my mom, my dad, our stepdad. And, you know, we had a great time. It was just very simple, very relaxed. Uh, played a little D&D and screwed around with my brothers. And, you know, we had a good time. Nice. Nice. I'm glad, man. I mean, I mean, how'd your I mean, duck turn out? Oh, dude, <laughs> I got so many compliments. I, I posted. OK, yeah. so uh, for those of you uh, that don't know, Jeremy actually helped me out. I put it on my social media. I posted it on there. Jeremy helped me out because I decided to make a duck this year for myself and for my father because uh, only two of us. So it's a small duck. It's only about five pounds or so. And uh, Jeremy, being the chef that he is. I called him up. I was like, dude, I got a chef on speed dial. I got to call him and see if he can help me out. <laughs> it helps. Uh, it helps. It does help, you know, I mean, in an emergency. So uh, I called him and he gave me the simplest recipe to do. And oh, my God. Uh, let me let me let me turn Wisconsin for a second. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, it was absolutely incredible. I loved it. Um, it was delicious, man. I mean, so juicy. Uh, Did did dad think it was dry he no not at all he loved it <laughs> he was like oh my god this is amazing i was like right it was like it's i was like it's jeremy's recipe he just told me to do this that and we're done but um <laughs> i got a lot of people like commenting on on instagram i got my cousin that texted me he's like dude let me, let me have some of the duck <laughs> <laughs> I, I love like, it. I was like, come over, dude. So, yeah, it was it was delicious, man. Thank you so much for that recipe, dude. Uh, you know, and of course, as tradition would have it, I always, uh, every Christmas, I watch uh, Christmas Vacation because yeah. I have to. That's a classic. I watched Home Alone 1 and 2. And in honor for my mom uh, that passed away, I usually watch uh, um, White Christmas. I always... I have, I believe that she's there watching it with me, so you I know I, I watch it I watch it for her. So, um, but uh, yeah, man. I mean, other than that, it was very relaxed. Had a lot of Jack Daniels. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> a lot of Jack. Hey, you're lucky I didn't get a drunk. I, you didn't get a drunk call. Like, why is my life? I was expecting like this? one. I, I was <laughs> kind of shocked. <laughs> I I I held back this year. Okay, I was like. <laughs> He's with his family. He doesn't want to hear my me crying over the phone. I, I, I was kind of amazed I didn't get the phone call. I figure on any holiday I'm going to get that drunk text or phone call from. I, I I I decided to give you this holiday off. Okay. Oh, that's much appreciated. Seriously, any day I don't have to deal with you. You can feel the love here, folks. Anyways, uh, real quick, uh, we got somebody on the on the chat right here. Uh, Carl, it's his birthday. Uh, happy birthday to Carl. Happy birthday, Carl. Uh, have a great one, man. I hope you have a wonderful year. Um, 
man, this is a great guy. He's been a friend for a bit. And, uh, you know, I hope you have a wonderful one. Big shout out to you, Carl. Uh, may, you, may, may you have it, uh, you know, blessed uh, with family, with people that love you. So happy birthday to you. Um, and I uh, wanted to go ahead real quick uh, while we have a lot of people in the stream right now. I wanted to make a quick big announcement uh, oh, yeah. that uh, the Navarro Miller Report is actually not going to be streaming uh, live video uh, for a little while. It's not forever. It's just for a little while because we're in the transition right now. We are officially, as of Monday, we start with DAVI Radio Los Angeles, uh, internet radio station. We're very, very happy to be a part of the DAVI family. And uh, man, I'm excited about this, Jeremy. Like We get to like tell our craziness and talk about all this crazy stuff throughout the entire world. Hey, brother, bigger reach is always a good thing. And, you know, getting to do this, getting an opportunity to bring our show to more of you is a wonderful chance. And uh, we are really excited. So check us out on DAVI Radio Los Angeles. And you guys are going to love it. Yep. And, and we'll be soon. back with video as soon as we possibly can. But, you know, it is a transition at the moment to all the new technology for the live radio show. So we have to get all that worked out. We will be back soon. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, you know, unfortunately, they have to look at you. But, I mean, it, that's, you know, I'm the bonus. No, it's, so it's, you, a... and your UC, it's you and your UCLA hats. Nobody no, it's that, look at it's that, that eyesore that you have over your head, okay? <laughs> God. I, I mean, that's Dominant. Like... It's, it's hurting my eyes right now. I'm like crying. It's hurting the so bad. University in Los Angeles. It's yeah. like cutting onions right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so being as that's uh, the case, uh, like I said, we uh, this is actually the final episode of the year for us. We will not be on Friday, but catch us. We will go ahead and post uh, the link to where you can find us, the website where you can find DAVI Radio Los Angeles. So you guys could all tune in, listen to us, same bat time, same bat <laughs> channel, 6, uh, 6 to 7 p.m. Mondays and Fridays on DAVI Radio Los Angeles. So make sure you tune into that. Now, uh, on to other news right here, uh, as you know, as other tradition will have it. Uh, we I also like to go ahead and download a lot of uh, TikTok videos to get Jeremy's okay. reaction on uh, these videos. And this this one, uh, the, the first one that's, uh, that I'm posting right now has to do with um, with a gentleman trying to teach guys on how to cheat and not get caught. But um, he's got his wife, like, literally right behind him when he says it. So, uh, yeah, just uh, check it out. What up, guys? You guys wanted me to do a tutorial on, on how to on cheat? On what? Huh? What are you doing? A tutorial. On what? Let me, get, let me do the video on how to cheat. I'm gonna tell you guys. What? On what? How to cheat. On how to cheat? Yeah. How to cheat. Now first, you have- ah! Ah! How do you cheat? Can you explain? How do you cheat? How do you cheat? Wait, can I, can I explain? Whoa. God, I need to go ahead and jump into conclusions. God. Now, first, you, <laughs> can you back up? God, I feel like I'm taking a, I'm in the bathroom, man. You right there. Like, go back up. Back up. Explain ah. how do you cheat. Man, you got to get a better one than your norm, than your actual one that you're with. Because that way she'd be like, damn, I see why. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to an episode wait, of How wait, to Kick a Man with it? a Spatula. And second, after she realized that, that you know, damn. I see. Make sure she, she you take her far, far, because you can't be local. You want her friends seeing you and all that stuff. You know what I mean? And make sure you get cleaned up, because first impression is always the best. Ah! Huh. Make sure she. So let me say, you ah! cheat. <laughs> you cheat. Do you cheat? No. I'm. I'm. They asked for a tutorial. Who asked for it? <laughs> Who? <laughs> <laughs> I swear he sounds like a freaking chihuahua every time he does that. That's too good. I love it. Uh, seriously, uh, man, uh, don't do that. Um, let me give you a little advice right now. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, that's freaking hysterical. You're trying to get me killed. Um, <laughs> I was just showing you the TikTok no, on the you're tutorial. Trying to get me killed. You have a purpose. I understand. I understand. You, you have a purpose. You I have no idea what you're talking about. Killed trying to get me to answer the wrong way to these type of TikToks. I don't, I don't know. Is she watching right now? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she is. Seriously, man. First of all, don't cheat. Trust me. It don't do it. Second of all, dear God, this guy could have signed his own death warrant. It would have been shorter. I mean, <laughs> you know what's even worse is that their TikToks. He's got like three other tutorials like this, and she's like right there next to him the entire time. God bless that woman. Beat him hard. <laughs> Oh, Lord, it was hilarious. Anyways, moving on to the next one. Um, since it was uh, Christmas this past week, a lot of people tend uh, to really like make their houses like really, really cool and put up some really awesome uh, decorations. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Actually, that's not the video. This The video that I, I got confused. We have four videos this time for you guys, by the way. Uh, this next video actually has to do with a mom joke. You've heard of dad jokes? Well, this one actually is a mom joke. Check it out. Adam. So. I only know 25 letters of the alphabet. How come? I don't know why. Selena. <laughs> that was the worst one yet. <laughs> Selena, it's not funny. <laughs> Again. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Very different from the mom jokes I'm familiar with from the 80s and 90s, but All right. <laughs> very different. Was it the but, one from Nantucket? <laughs> oh. But that is classic. That's actually a really wonderful, awful joke. Oh, yeah. No, it was so corny. It was so corny. <laughs> uh, this next one coming up right here has to do, now this one has to do with uh, Christmas decorations. But I think this particular Christmas decoration went just a, a little bit too far. And you'll see why in a second. <laughs> you think it's going to work? Yeah. <laughs> Folks, don't ever make a, a Christmas decoration where a person's about to fall off the roof. <laughs> I will disagree. People, please make decorate. This is hysterical. This is brilliant. The fact that it was good enough that it actually made someone call out the emergency services. That's insane. No, this is like the most brilliant, like level three freaking insane that is awesome that is yeah, an absolutely great i would i would have never called the police because that's hysterical um Dude. That, that's absolutely <laughs> brilliant i have nothing more to say that is absolutely brilliant he took he took uh christmas pranks to a whole new level whole whole new freaking level dude <laughs> i gotta admit that one when i saw that i was like that's so brilliant. I might actually do that one oh, day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that type of person that I would actually do some some craziness like that. Um, now, this TikTok goes back to relationship goals. Um, <laughs> gentlemen, when, when you want to surprise a woman with a gift, Christmas gift or otherwise, um, be careful as to what exactly you give her. I mean, in this particular case, it was true, but at the same time, not what she expected. Let's uh, just go ahead and watch. I'll be close your eyes. You ready for your gifts? Yeah. All right, gift number one. Open up. It's lights, baby. All right, gift number two. Boom. Pressure key. See that? Paid for. Gift number three. <laughs> <laughs> Give you a kiss. So, Merry so Christmas. I'm upset at you. Merry Christmas. No. I love you. <laughs> that is so wrong on so many levels. But he wasn't wrong about it, though. <laughs> it's just not what In she In a philosophical sense, he's very right. I mean, running water, <laughs> power, a car that reacts to you. I mean, in a philosophical sense, 
he's correct. That is quite a gift. But, oh, dear Lord, men, seriously, if you're just looking to get in the doghouse, follow this advice. If you're looking to, you know, sleep alone, here you go. Here's a pamphlet. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. This is the this is how to uh, really have your wife or your significant other pissed off at you for like <laughs> the rest of the year, practically. <laughs> Anyways, that was that was uh, the little fun that I had for you, Jeremy. I'm glad you enjoyed those uh, TikTok videos. Um, I sure as hell like I, I love hearing your reactions because they're freaking <laughs> comedy, man. They're hilarious. So I love getting the reaction out of it. But uh, going uh, going into some uh, entertainment news. Puff Daddy goes ahead and cancels his New Year's Eve party due to COVID concerns. I mean, now everybody is, uh, well, I mean, obviously uh, Puff Daddy is in, in the East Coast. And right now we know that there is a, a surge uh, going on in the East Coast and many parts of the, the U.S. Plus say, going, Europe. On, going on everywhere. Yep, so. it's pretty much going on everywhere. So right now they are, um, they're, they're uh, Puff Daddy is doing the responsible thing and canceling his annual New Year's Eve party. Uh, something that I mean, he he could set an example for a lot of people if they only follow directions, you know. Hey, in what do you know, a rich guy actually looking out for others rather than his pocketbook? It's freaking amazing. Seriously, I mean, that's look at the NBA at the moment. The NBA is reinstating players who lied about their freaking vaccine status. We have the NFL doing the same thing. They're putting people back in and putting people into the daily life just because they're concerned about the almighty dollar and nothing else. So they don't care if the COVID gets you know worse, if it creates more of an outbreak. They don't give a crap about anyone else. They care about their pocketbooks. So it's really cool to see this. I'm glad P. Diddy is doing this. Um, you know, you got to take every precaution you can. I understand the people who, oh God, you know, who are fed up and frustrated and want to get back to normal life, but we can't do that until people start taking this stuff seriously. So for a major entertainer to do this to, I mean, we already saw, we had a major COVID outbreak from a release party from Taylor Swift. Yep. It wasn't even her. It was just some record store who did a release party for her album and they had over a hundred people who got infected and then you have no idea how many people those people infected and it just it's exponential this is this is a great thing this is somebody being responsible this is somebody with a lot of clout and a lot of visibility in the entertainment industry who's making a stand and i i mad respect and, and, and he's known for throwing huge parties. Like, the guy is oh, yeah. legendary for throwing huge parties. I've been to so, two or three myself, and they are not small. So, yeah, so for, for mean, him to go ahead about, and cancel it, for him to cancel it, that's big. DJ Khaled and a bunch of others showing up and people throwing on the mic. and I mean, they're they're big. So if for somebody like him to do this, this is big. People will take notice, and hopefully they follow his lead. Here's hoping for that. So, so far, that's what's going on there. And, uh, Jeremy, you have an update on that trucker that got uh, 110 years over uh, the accident, uh, you know, that right now it seems like that that judgment is actually under review, uh, according to news sources. Yes, because of, well, I'm, I'm sure it has a lot to do with the almost 5 million signatures on the uh, petition for clemency for this man. But it also has to do with the ADA and the district's attorney's office actually filing this motion, which is contradictory to what they already did. So that's a big thing. They already saw the injustice here and are trying to work to better it. So we have a new hearing, basically, where the judge will get to hear all the new evidence and it can possibly reduce the sentence for the, you know, for the truck driver which is what we've been saying from in the first place. I mean, Dave, again, has a has a specific opinion based on, you know, his dad being a truck driver. And if there was no culpability that this guy should be just exonerated. And I get that. And if he if he really made no mistakes, then, yes, he should be exonerated. I mean, loss of life is tragic, but you can't punish somebody for an accident. But again, as we've spoken, if he missed an on-ramp that he could have taken, if he didn't do the things he's been trained to do as somebody who drives a deadly weapon, then there is some culpability. So 
the judge is now basically reviewing whether the sentence should be reduced and what he's um allowed to reduce it to is between 20 and 30 years so this man would serve 15 you know 10 to 15 years with parole and good behavior um if he was convicted of this now personally if he i know dave i know how you feel but if he bared responsibility if he missed an exit he should have and could have taken all those little things there's a difference here between a regular driver and a truck driver these guys are trained there's a reason they train them to avoid these situations to take the off-ramp to do whatever they can to minimize the damage now if it shows that he did that which considering they're pursuing it this hard there has to be something in my opinion that that he did that made him culpable then he needs to pay something for this loss of life it is on him if he made that mistake so they're looking at reducing it to 20 to 30 years which would be 10 to 15 years with good behavior now again i still personally feel that's a little excessive but at the same time i'm not someone who lost their life lost their loved one in this situation you have to bring justice for the people who lost their loved ones as well and if he bears culpability if he did something he made a mistake he didn't take the off-ramp he didn't whatever it was that could have lessened this then yes he does face some responsibility and punishment as he should in my I mean, opinion i mean the the thing here the thing that i'm looking at over and over again is the fact of the matter that i mean if it it just happens sometimes it just happens so quickly he could have passed the off-ramp that he was supposed to like that he was trained to take in case of emergency he could have easily passed that he could have been like an like like a couple of of meters away or a couple of uh a feet oh, feet away from whatever off-ramp he's supposed to take in case his brakes lock on him anything could have happened after the fact so that's my only argument is that when it happens it happens so quickly that if if he passed it like when you're hitting the brakes the trailers behind you the inertia of the trailers behind you are pushing you forward so really there's no way to turn the wheel without having the truck completely roll over along with the trailers behind it causing possibly even more fatalities in an accident like that that's my Again, argument completely understood but if they're pursuing it with this vehemence, the chances are there was something missed. They have multiple he had people. Time. They have multiple people who have testified who've said he missed this on ramp. Now, in you, you and I agree on this. It seems to be a matter of timing. It depends on when they said he missed this. Did he have time to react? Did he have to? Those are all legal questions we're not going to be able to answer here. But that's where this comes from i'm of the side that if he had that time if he had a moment where he could have through his training and everything else recognized that this is what he needed to do and he didn't whether it, I mean, it's not i'm not saying it was because he was malicious or anything else of course but even if it was just him panicking and missing the opportunity he bears fault so again i I, I like the fact they're reducing this. I still personally feel 10, 10 to years. years. Yeah. I, I feel 10, 20 to 30 years is still excessive. I'd say but three. It is, it, it is a reduction. I say if, there, if, if he does, if he does bear some fault for what happened, I would have to say three years, three years maximum. I mean, the guy, as you said, and as we talked about, he bear, he didn't do it maliciously. He didn't do, he had no malicious intent whatsoever. It was an accident accidents happen you know but they do but it depends this is where it all gets hairy it depends on the circumstances if he had plenty of time and still panicked you've been trained for this that's why you got a license that's the facts you're driving a deadly weapon it's no different than a gun you're driving a deadly weapon you have regulations you have protocol you have to follow and if you don't, you could be in trouble. So it all depends on the timing of this. We still don't know. None of these details have been put out. But if he had the opportunity to avoid this and didn't, if it was ample time, then there is a reason why they're 
holding him to such a high standard. You're driving a deadly weapon. There's a reason they teach all the emergency protocols and all the you have to get off here and you got to go up the truck right you got to do whatever so it all depends on the timing that's what's going to make the big difference here but again we don't know well this is still a ongoing developing story so hopefully uh we'll have some more news uh in the coming new year uh with uh what happens with this whole case hopefully uh hopefully it'll end up being some good news and uh you know for him and for the trucker's family and maybe even some uh, closure for the families that, you know, lost loved ones in this horrific so. accident. In other news, uh, the Batman will be streaming on HBO Max, but not on opening day. Uh, according to HBO, uh, they are saying that like, OK, so we're used to movies being in theaters and then six to nine months after the movies have have been have premiered they usually show up on hbo well now with hbo max now with the streaming service it seems that they are changing their uh timing now so um the batman is, is set to be released uh the trailer just came out today and uh i'm actually like the, the trailer actually looked pretty good uh to be honest with you i saw the trailer it looks uh it looked pretty amazing and uh it came out today and uh you know again it it, uh, it it definitely i've been very critical about uh pattinson's uh, involvement no. as the batman but um uh, i don't know i'm a little intrigued i might i might check it out when it comes out on hbo max which comes out on hbo max 46 days later no longer will it be six months nine no, nine months no 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 now comes it's coming out 46 days later and i think hbo is I think they're giving this a try because they kind of figure, well, you know what? People kind of saw that we could do a movie that premiered in theaters the same day. So uh, looks like they're not stupid. They know that we could actually premiere it whenever we want. We just don't. So I'm assuming I think I definitely think they're on to something. First of all, you're helping the people who worked on the film, people who have points, people who have, you know, percentages that are tied to ticket sales this helps and you're still not depriving people that much you know i mean again we were used to waiting 90 days three months minimum to get something on streaming so for them to have a release date let people go pay for it get the full theater experience and then if they weren't able to do that you know two months later almost go ahead and do a streaming thing i think that's awesome i really do um i think that helps all the actors all the crew all the people who are tied into it who are making a living off of this based on ticket sales that's an important thing so i i really like this i think it's a great idea i agree i agree and it just so happens that the release date for when it comes out on hbo max my birthday on April 19th, it comes out. So um, God, do we have to celebrate that again? It's like, you know, I, I didn't that's, say that's my that's my like death day. I'm just like, God, why did we have to have this day? It cursed me with this guy. Uh, dude, oh, it's, sorry. It, did it, I say it, that out loud? No, you know what? It's, it's bad enough that I have to deal with you on my birthday. OK, but Joni <laughs> insists. So I'm like fine Joni. god this is my birthday what my one wish was to not be with this guy on my birthday and you, you can, gotta you deal with me you gotta deal with me well you know what you gotta deal with me too how about that <laughs> yeah but i have to look at you all the time ditto <laughs> but you're looking at this that's not a that's not a good thing Anyway, so we could go on. Anyways, um, so yeah, so pretty much that. I mean, I agree with you, Jeremy. It is a good idea. It actually is helping a lot of people out in the theaters. Uh, it helps the people out economically. So good for HBO to do that. Hopefully, others will go ahead and follow suit. I also, uh, side note here, I wanted to make a correction I did last week. I called the Lucille Ball Desi Arnaz uh, biopic that's on Amazon. I called it the. It's actually called a little retraction. Yeah, it's called being the Ricardos and I actually watched it and it's a Aaron Sorkin does not disappoint. He did an incredible job. I think Nicole Kidman really did an amazing job being Lucille Ball, not Lucy, Lucille Ball, the person. She did an incredible job with that. Uh, the ending was phenomenal. It was one of those like, man, that's an inspirational ending. Uh, whether or not it was true or not it could have been i don't know i wasn't there but uh you know it was just it was 
it did the movie justice. I think, I, in my opinion, I think it did Lucille Ball uh, justice and uh, very tragic as well uh, in her love life. But um, you're going to have to watch uh, Being the Ricardos uh, right now streaming on Amazon Prime. So if you have an Amazon Prime, go ahead and check it out. I would recommend it. Um, one movie that I was kind of disappointed about was The Matrix. Um, to be honest with you, I mean, the best way I could describe it, same S, different day. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. A little bit disappointed. But hey, shout out to Mercy, though. We had her on the show. Shout out to her. We saw her yeah. in one of the scenes, and I was like, there's Mercy right there. She's in one of the scenes. So, yeah, she did She did a good job with her, with her, with her, uh, with her role. No, that was awesome that she did such a great job, and we were so happy to have her on. But... You know, this is the curse of the sequels and the, you know, the three beats and everything else. It's generally following a worn out formula and trying to produce something that gives you some nostalgia for what was before rather than actually creating a great new film. You know, and that's what we're seeing with all of these nostalgia films, all these films that want to play on the films we loved before. You know, they're not focusing on making a great film. They want to throw in as much nostalgia as possible to make you feel all warm and fuzzy. So I'm sorry to hear that about Matrix. I'm looking forward to watching it still, but it doesn't shock me. We've lost a lot of the creativity that has been in Hollywood. and It's a lot of regurgitation right now. Yeah, I, I mean, you know... It's one of those things where the story was actually not bad. How, the explanation between uh, Neo and Trinity, they explained a lot from there. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris did it. Actually, I got to say, Neil Patrick Harris did an incredible job with his you, role. His role you was know I love Neil. phenomenal. You know MPH, I love Neil. He's dude, awesome. did a great job. I got to tell you that right now. His character, oh, he's such a jerk. But you, the way he did it was beautiful. He did a great job with it. So major props for MPH. He's, you know, he's a great actor, so, you know, major props for him. But uh, uh, other than that, you know, all I have to say, go watch it and you'll see for yourself. So uh, moving <laughs> on, uh, the CDC updates COVID, uh, COVID isolation times. What's going on with that, Jeremy? So basically the CDC has actually, this is a major move. Um, they have reviewed all the current data and they are reducing quarantine times by half, basically. So instead of 10 days after being exposed, they're recommending five days of quarantine because the data has shown that after two to three days, sometimes more, but the majority is in that two to three day range, uh, infection rates drop drastically. So again, this is how medicine and science works. It is not an absolute answer immediately they have to review the data they have to review the facts and now that they have now that we have a large amount of data for them to be able to actually process and review they've realized that we don't need quite as long of a quarantine period after being exposed if here's the here's the caveat if you're not showing symptoms so if you're completely asymptomatic after five days you are most likely absolutely fine to return to work and your normal life and visiting friends and so on. So that's a big deal because it gives us a more concrete timeline, which is a major thing. Okay. A big arguing point for the anti-vaxxers and the anti-maskers and the anti-science people is that they don't know they're changing it always. They say one thing, then they say the next. Yes, they do because they are constantly evaluating it based on the information at hand. They're not evaluating it like all you doubters are by some bullshit they read on Facebook or anything else. They're actually evaluating real medical data and then making a decision. That's how science and medicine works. So right now, that's what we're getting is a revised statement on what is safe and what we can do. And it's actually better than we thought. We're getting a little more freedom. We have a little more room to move around and do what we need to do after a certain period of time. But it is not as long as we previously believed or as long as was put into effect out of pure caution. So that, it's a really awesome thing. Um, it's going to help the workforce, especially the medical industry. 
um, not having to have an exposed patient out for 10 days makes a big difference for nurses, doctors, anybody else on the front lines. So this is a really big deal. That and the fact of the matter that we that, that even the scientists are saying we still don't know a lot about this virus. There's still more things about this virus that we are discovering, you know, the more we dive deeper into this thing. So we didn't know what going on with HIV till 20 years later. Yep. I mean, that's the truth. I mean, yes, a more drastic at the time, you know, scenario, but till 20 years later, we didn't understand as a scientific and medical community, um, you know, what the transmission rates were, how you could have safe sexual contact with somebody with HIV, all these different things. Those are the, sorry, those are the details that come out over time. Because you have to have numbers to analyze it. You have to have data. You don't get to just go, oh, well, this is what normally happens. So this is what we're going to say is going on. That's not how medicine and science works. That, okay? that, you that, need that, the numbers. You need the data. That and the fact of the matter that, I mean, there's people that are saying, oh, even people that are vaccinated are, are getting infected. Well, yeah, right now with this new Omicron uh, variant there are a lot of breakthrough cases because it's 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 still it's still something but the, here's the th here's the thing that they never said that this that the vaccine was an ultimate cure or was going to shield you from getting the virus they still said you can still get it even if you I'll are vaccinated the, i'll take it to another point okay nobody ever said this was the magic bullet that cures all and nobody's ever going to get it but beyond that the plain and simple fact is, look at the death rates, okay? All the people who are anti-vax and anti-mask, all they want to focus on is infection rates. Great. Infection rates are bad because it overwhelms hospitals. It does other things like that. But death rates is what matters. And people who are vaccinated, fully vaccinated, have a much higher chance of surviving and not having serious symptoms. The death rates are four to six times lower in states that are massively vaccinated. That's a fact. You can go look those numbers up. Okay. That is an absolute fact. The death rates are higher in Florida and Texas and Alabama and Kentucky and all these other places that have been like no masks and no mandates. And well, guess what? Four times minimum of you are dying. That's the point here. Okay. It has nothing to do with infection rates. I have so much family down south and they're, well, look, California has some of the biggest infection rates in the country. Great. What's the death rate? And and, really? and and not to mention the fact of the matter that the, the death rates with the people that have been vaccinated and they still end up dying. Those people, I'm assuming, are mainly people that have really serious underlying conditions, well, which for the most part, for the, for the most part. And, and, and well, here's the other thing, too, Jeremy, is that the way to avoid those people getting an earlier death, if they're already pretty much like sentenced for death anyway, according to our doctors, they have much, much time to live. The best way to not speed that process is to just avoid, you know, just follow the mandates, follow the mask mandates, you know, just that be takes, that takes us back to our original point from episodes ago of, you know, actually give a damn about someone other than yourself. Correct. Okay. Quit bitching about your rights. Quit bitching about, oh, well, this affects me this way and I don't like this. And then shut your effing mouth. Seriously. It's Agreed. it's look out for other people. And and what pisses me off, and I'm going to go off on a tangent here for about half a second. Oh, here we go. Is that the people who are the most adamant about not doing this are claimed to be Christians. People whose whole philosophy is supposed to be looking out for the other guy, yet they want to sit here and bitch about my rights, my rights. Go screw yourselves. How about showing some care for the other guy? How about looking out for the weak? How about all those principles that Christ taught? You want to call yourself a Christian? How about actually following those rather than being a right-wing sycophant? Oh, my rights, my rights. Go fuck yourself. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah he, he he tends to go off on that i forgot to i forgot to censor there it goes <laughs> I'm, go. a, I'm a little late to the to the to the trigger on that one <laughs> i got no patience for this i really don't i mean i i try my best as a as a man who calls himself a christian a follower of christ i try to be understanding i try to be sympathetic 
sympathetic to the people who, you know, who are dealing with this. But at some point, if you don't care about the person next to you enough to actually do something small that does not inconvenience you at all, then you're selfish and you are not a follower of Christ because you don't give a damn about the person next to you. It's well, that simple. Well, just so you know, Jeremy, I mean, you know, for those that are following us right now, we will be starting on Monday at a brand new uh, station, DAVI Radio Los Angeles. So, Jeremy, go ahead and let it all out now, because guess what? Come Monday, you can't say that. <laughs> you can't say we'll those see. words. We'll see. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm gonna no. My, I'm going to do my best. But, you know, when we get on topics like this, I, you, I, you I will do the best. get what you're going to get. I'll do the best I can to stay off topics because I don't want to get fined for saying something I'm not supposed to. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Oh, what happened? Oh, looks like uh, Jeremy had a little technical difficulties back. for a second. I know, right? That was weird. <laughs> Just see, went away. I see, no, I didn't see, touch see, anything. Or see, even, anything. even Melon is, like, censoring you right now. Like, no, 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 no. We can't have that either. <laughs> don't tease and, me. I'll start, I'll start a stream of profanity. <laughs> <laughs> uh joe is on saying stop holding back jeremy tell us what you really think <laughs> I, joe don't encourage him that's enough of that <laughs> thank you joe i love it man anyways uh moving on to uh other uh entertainment news oh man I'm, i i think i'm gonna like i think uh, jeremy's gonna have another tangent with uh the next news topic having to do with uh jamie spears is de demanding britney spears to pay his legal fees now this is something that I, I, I just, I really can't. Oh, Jeremy, hold on. Okay. <laughs> I should just have that button. Just keep it going. Down. Yeah, just, just keep it. As just soon keep as I button. start speaking, just, just keep it pressed. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm really trying to stay away from these topics. Where do I begin? <laughs> well, according to, um, according to legal docs, it seems that, uh, that, uh, Brittany, the Jamie is trying to like, at, tell Britney to pay his legal fees and uh, her attorney is actually very upset about this um, according to yahoo.com it says quote Britney is never going to pay her father again Rosengard suggested in his statement Rosengard is uh, is Britney's attorney and he said quote the request is shameful Mr. Spears reaped many millions of dollars from Britney as a conservator while paying his lawyers millions more all from Britney's work and hard-earned money so yeah, Jamie, I wouldn't hold my breath on that one because it doesn't look like you're going to get any of that money ever. You're going to have to find another way to pay off your own legal fees, buddy. Jer well, Jeremy? We'll see when the courts come up. I mean, we never know how they're going to rule, but oh, man, this pisses me off to no end. This man blew millions and millions of dollars of his daughter's money trying to keep her under slavery, which is what this was, to keep her unenslaved he spent shitloads of her money and now he wants more of it to pay for his legal fees to keep her enslaved are you joking me? yeah it's insane this guy is an absolute jackass he he i i god help me if i ever run across this pos in real life because i i don't know if i could control myself i'm not kidding this is one of the most horrendous and heinous things i have seen done to a child in the entertainment industry in a long time you know this man is trying to take advantage of his daughter in every way he possibly can he is a worthless pos he deserves to be beaten to a pulp it's that simple. He is a piece of shit. I love how he put the acronyms and then he said the entire word. <laughs> Way to restrain you know, yourself. I'm trying to censor myself, but it's... <laughs> thank you, I did. Because that would have been completely full. That was as good as I could be on this subject, okay? Do you understand? That's as restrained oh, as I could be. Because it's ridiculous. It absolutely yeah. is. No, the, guy, is the guy's scum. The guy's scum, dude. He's worse than scum. I mean, come on. <laughs> You're, like, still asking for more? Get the hell out of here. Anyways, I digress on that one. Obviously, he's not going to see a dime. If anything, uh, Britney's got every single legal right to go ahead and sue him for everything he's got, which pretty much would be her own money at this point. That He's got probably stashed away in the Cayman Islands or something. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, I wouldn't put it past the guy, seeing as not how much of a scumbag he is so far. But uh, I digress. In other in other news uh this past weekend president joe biden and uh and the first lady were were on the phone 
basically saying season's greetings to a lot of uh, a lot of uh, constituents, a lot of uh, citizens, wishing them well and everything. And a former Oregon cop decides to give him a call, and uh, he ch- it was a very it was a very amicable type of situation for the most part. I mean, uh, he spoke about his children. His children were right there, and they talked to the president and his wife as well. Uh, told them their names and everything. And um, at but at the end of the the <laughs> amicable exchange he ended up saying um he ended up saying uh what was what's the word that, that uh they they say uh let's go brandon and uh, he ended up saying at the end of uh, at the end of like all right goodbye let's go brandon uh now if now many people are they they are determining the 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 phrase let's go brandon as very derogatory because uh, a few months back at a at a nascar race um they they were uh they were actually chanting uh f joe biden that's what they were chanting and so the reporter got it wrong yeah and one of the announcers and one of the announcers got it wrong, got it wrong Biden, and and so. and said let's go brandon so ever since then they're using the term let's go brandon as a derogatory term to kind of mask what the real word is so well, exactly and that's one thing they've been doing for quite a while it's a very common thing at this point and you know the f joe biden chant has become let's go brandon so when you're saying let's go brandon if you're saying it in these terms you're saying f joe biden i mean that's what it means what i love about this what i love about this is the fact that our current president doesn't have such a thin skin and isn't such a second grader that he's losing his mind over an insult. He didn't even know what the hell it means. That's how little this, that's how little this preoccupies him. Okay. That's a good thing. I'm sorry. He actually actually repeated. He actually repeated. Yeah. Let's go, Brandon. He didn't know what it meant. That's what I mean though. All our, all these right wing, you know, people want to talk oh well it means he's senile he doesn't know what's going on no i'll take it another way it means he doesn't give a shit he really doesn't (laughs) he really really doesn't i mean it's it's one of those uh situations where basically uh you know he uh he just didn't care at this point and man to be honest with you the rain is kind of messing with us i think we lost uh jeremy again uh, we've been having a lot of technical difficulties uh, <laughs> because of the rain and everything, so we apologize for that. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll get him back uh, very, very soon here. Um, but uh, there he goes. <laughs> See, I knew it. I knew it. Uh, sorry about that, folks. We're we're kind of going through some technical difficulties. Uh, I'm sure it's on. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it's because of the rain. So we apologize. Uh, for that, Canada, uh, he says very true. Good point. He does not care. I mean, he really doesn't. I mean, the the guy the guy's name uh, the guy's name that that said the 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 phrase. His name is Jared Schmeck, and uh, Jared basically he stands a hundred percent. Um, he he a hundred percent stands on uh, behind what he said, and uh, you know he he has a lot of issues with uh, with uh, President Biden's uh, policies, and that's one of the reasons why he's you know he he said what he said. So unfortunately, uh, he, he there was no apology. There was definitely no apology uh, in regards to what he said. He doesn't feel sorry about what he said. And uh, it, it is what it is. I mean, you know, in the entire way that when they interviewed him, he said a lot in the interview, but he really didn't. Uh, but he really didn't. There's Jeremy. There he is again. <laughs> We're having it's the rain, man. I'm telling you, it's the rain. <laughs> I thought I lost you. I wasn't sure. No, we still kept going. I mean, I still kept I still kept the party going <laughs> even after you, you disappeared there. Um, but what I was saying was that the guy's name is Jared Schmeck, and he basically 100% stands by what he said. And he's got major issues with uh, with Joe Biden's policies, like many people do. But at the same time, you also have to look at it this way when Trump was president, you know, there were a lot of insults from, from the left towards Trump. Every time a president is around, you're never going to go ahead and get anybody like no one's going to like the president. There's always going to be criticism. There's always going to be insults. There's always going to be something with whatever president you get. Here's the important thing, though. We have a president who's not preoccupied with this, who isn't obsessed with who said what about me? Yeah, that's true. Did they say something bad? Oh, I'm going to go after them. I'm going to make sure they never get a job. I'm going to tweet about it. I'm going to tweet about it. Who the Cheeto in charge was, okay? This is what dictators do, 
Okay, go look at history. Go look at Pol Pot. Go look at Hitler. Go look at Mussolini. Go look at all these absolute massacring bastards who created major problems in history. Go look at how they treated criticism. Okay, the only person who is as vindictive as Trump throughout history that we have knowledge of is Hitler. That's a fact. Okay, I have I have done my history. I have read major history books on this. The fact is, the only person in history that we have seen that we have actual documentation of who has behaved exactly like the Cheeto in charge is Hitler, because anytime anybody spoke even remotely against him, it was his mission to destroy them. He was so thin skinned that he had to destroy them. They spoke bad about me. They're evil and I'm going to kill them and I'm going to throw them in a concentration camp and I'm going to censor them and I'm going to take away all their diplomatic privileges. I'm going to do anything I can to get back at them for speaking bad about me. Okay. I mean, responsible leaders don't do this. I mean, actual leaders with with uh, integrity and maturity don't do this. They actually let criticism pass over their shoulders and continue doing what they know is right okay that's a fact but so well and i'm saying and i'm sorry to cut you off here but you you do realize that any trump supporter is going their argument to that is going to be well that's just showing uh the weakness of of a person that's not supposed to be in office and blah blah blah. you know that that's what they're going to be saying that's they're always going to be their argument no, trump, the trump was strong and blah 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 because they believe it godlike character they've created in their minds the man's not a king and he's not a god he's incredibly fallible he's one of the biggest fuck-ups in the history of history he's been bankrupt more times than almost anybody in history he's screwed over more people he doesn't pay contracts don't even get me started on this bs no i won't (laughs) these people want to you people want to ignore fact and and promote this guy as some noble character be my guest you are wrong it's that simple Okay, it is that simple. But the fact is, you have a man who is above rising to even knowing about, much less responding to these type of petty insults. And then you have a two year old who is absolutely petty, who if anybody who says anything wrong about him, that's his focus. Screw the country. Screw anything that needs to be going on. His focus is we're going to destroy this person because they spoke bad about me. That is not the person you want leading. I'm not changing any Trumpites minds. I'm, you know, hopefully getting through to some people who in the middle who maybe have an open mind still. Trumpites minds can't be changed by fact. The facts have been there for years now they've been laid bare in front of every trumpite's face and they make excuses still so they're going to worship him no matter what doesn't matter he's a worthless piece of shit it doesn't matter they're going to worship him but the fact is he is a thin-skinned two-year-old who can't handle criticism i want a president who lets it roll off his shoulders i want a president who continues to do what he needs to do and lets that kind of bs he doesn't even acknowledge it. That's I mean, the I kind mean, of guy I want. And not only that, but I mean, that type of president is the the one that doesn't that you know pretty much talks back to the press, tweets about it, all this stuff. That's somebody that I'm afraid is unstable. Like they have nuclear codes, they have all these things. I'm like, dude, that no person shock, could he's push a That's not even button. up for discussion anymore. That we all know me. he's unstable. That like scares I mean, me. So he's a man I mean, who likes the KKK, and I mean, it's, I'm sorry, he's very unstable. Trust me, it's it's not even up for argument anymore. Well, the fact is, I love where we're at, where we're at. I love having a president. I may not agree with all his policies, but I love having a president who is not so thin skinned that he has to act like a freaking two year old and try and retaliate. Well, speaking of uh, the KDK, Jeremy, you have uh, news about two teens that dress up as Klansmen. Yeah, so we have uh, two teens at Woodsboro High School in Texas who decided to dress up as Klansmen around Halloween and then torture and taser, stun gun, a black student. Oh, my God. It is videotaped by a third student who may be pressing or facing charges as well. But you have people in KKK uniforms who are stun gunning a black teen who was one of their fellow football players on the Woodsboro 
football team. Okay, this is atrocious. Thankfully, they are being charged with a hate crime. There are those modifiers being added to it. They're being charged with um, torture, assault, and something else. So they're looking at a minimum of five to 10 years, and I think they should get every last one of it because this is not a high school prank, okay? High school pranks are one thing. Taking a symbol of hate, something that literally says, I will hang you, I will kill you, and then using that to intimidate and scare someone and then assault them with a stun gun, your ass needs to be thrown in jail for as long as possible. True, true. I mean, this is, this is it's like, one thing is an innocent prank, but this is going beyond that, like you said. And the fact of the matter that, um, <laughs> come on, you dress up like a Klansman, you decide to torture a black kid, you're automatically a Klansman. You're not dressing up as one, you are one. Thank it's you. that That's basically the bottom and line of it. you want to know the sick thing? One of the kids is Mexican. Wow. One of the kids is actually Latino. Now, are you kidding me? KKK members would kill you too. Are you oh, yeah. that effing stupid? Seriously? Wow. That wow, that's that's a major disgrace right there. That's not wow. That's unbelievable. I mean, it it saddens me that that these kids have no sense. They have no sense. Who are their None. parents? To have like said, oh yeah, this is this is a good idea. Who let these kids go out like that to begin with? I mean, especially especially the 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 Again, the, the Latino when, kids' parents. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. When you have a president saying, oh well, there's good people on the KKK side and the Nazi side too, that gives a lot of people permission. I know a lot of people want to ignore that and say, oh, it didn't have any influence. When you have what is at the time the most powerful man in the world saying, oh, there's good people in the KKK and the Nazis too that emboldens people the people who have the same beliefs get emboldened by that they do more because they feel justified that's a fact okay when you have someone calling out hate groups and calling them good people that reassures what they believe and what they're doing and it makes them want to do it more because they feel justified it's an absolute travesty unbelievable man that's that's uh, that's sad to hear that so uh keep me apprised of that one i want to know uh, any updates that there are on that uh on that story i want to make sure that you know I, I i it would be satisfying to hear that they got the maximum sentence for torturing this so. kid so you know we'll we'll go ahead and uh, continue to look on that in sports jeremy we're getting closer and closer to playoffs baby and man i hope i i, I hope the packers don't make it to the super bowl and i'll tell you why I'm a Packer fan. Love my boys. Love my cheeseheads. But the Super Bowl is here in Los Angeles. I can't go watch them live because the tickets are going to be like, like, like the you next house know. payment or something. People were giving away Rose Bowl tickets because they couldn't sell them because of the COVID outbreak. So you oh might my be able to go God. take a risk and go. I mean, I am. Yeah, I, I mean, dude, it's the Packers. Oh, how can I not take a risk and go? Come on, they never, dude, dude. If they I make love it to SC, the Super Bowl, I'm not dying for them. <laughs> I love SC. I ain't dying for them. So that's on you. Oh man, I just it was a it was a hell of a weekend this weekend in, in the NFL. I mean, going back to the Packers, Aaron Rodgers beat uh, Brett Favre's record. In uh, most touchdowns, he's at 444. He beat uh, Favre by two touchdowns. He surpassed him. And when he did, Brett Favre actually went on the big screen and congratulated Brett, uh, Aaron Rodgers on his accomplishment and said... It's about effing time. It only took him 15 years after treating him like shit and ignoring him. Well, wait for it. The pressure's on because at the end of the video, he says, and go get us another Super Bowl ring. So, I mean... <laughs> this is what I think of Brett Favre. Thank God you're not saying it. You're just pointing it. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? But I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, he is number one. No, <laughs> no, Brett Favre. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not a Brett Favre fan. Uh, I was. I've always been very upset with him over how he uh, he did things, how he went about uh, leaving Green Bay. But uh, it is what it is. Um, you know, right again. You know, it, I'm I'm. Uh, 
<laughs> Cindy, Cindy's on the line. She's saying uh, Jeremy is, is salty. Uh, well, I, I am too, actually, when it comes to Brett Favre. So I don't blame him on that one. I'm, I'm with him on that one. I agree with him 110%. Uh, but the playoff picture, man, looks pretty crazy. We're just kind of have to wait and see what happens at this does. point. I, I'm telling you right now, I'm giving you my my outside dark horse just with the way things are. I'm not saying they're winning, but it is a dark horse, man. Cincinnati has something going right now. They have a young quarterback who's really clicking, and they are winning games that nobody thought they would win. I'm telling you right now, watch out for Cincinnati. Given KC is coming around, they're looking like their old selves. You have the Patriots who probably will fizzle out, but you can never count out Bill Belichick. But I'm telling you right now, watch out for the watch out for the Bengals. They they could be a dark horse in this playoff race and as a possible Super Bowl Super Bowl contender. We'll just have to wait and see what it happens. That's the news. In case you haven't heard it, thank you so much for uh, joining us on the Navarro Miller Report. I'm Dave Navarro. And I'm Jeremy Miller. Unfortunately, we I have to be here with this guy, but you know yes, what? But it not is for what it another is. week, thank God. I don't That's have true. to see you in a few days. That's true. I get to have the entire week off, and I don't have to deal with you this Friday because well, don't call me, and then I won't have to hear from you. I why would I want to call you? I already got I already got the duck recipe. I'm good. <laughs> Anyways, uh, just a reminder to everybody that's watching right now. Uh, again, we will be on a brand new radio station, DAVI Radio Los Angeles, starting Monday. Uh, unfortunately, we will uh, temporarily, we will not be doing any more videos, live videos, but we will be doing live radio. So watch out for the link that we will be posting soon on where you can find us on DAVI Radio uh, Los Angeles. We hope to see you there. Coming this Monday is the premiere and the launch of DAVI radio and the navarro miller report along with them so make sure you tune in on that and again thank you so much for uh being here this year 2021 we look forward to 2021 uh, 2022 actually and uh what can i say but happy new year everybody we'll see you next year have a great one <laughs> take care guys You have been listening to The Navarro Miller Report.